passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. So some of the people that listen to might have listened before we were here on Odyssey, maybe the Odyssey audience doesn't know. You have written on a, a baseball show, Brock Meyer. Can you tell us a little yeah. bit about that experience? Uh, it was great. It was great being able to – we didn't talk about much baseball on the show. The show was more about relationships and the people. But I got to hang out with Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria came in the room with us a couple times. He was really dope, really cool guy. Uh, sent me an email at the end of the season that I still have pinned in my in my you know favorite starred emails, which I don't have many of. Uh, but Hank Azaria is in there under Henry A., and uh, he he sent me a really nice email. He said he liked my episode probably the most of the season, which was really dope. Uh, but it was more about relationships than than, than and less about baseball. Uh, but I got to I got to, in my episode I got to talk a lot about my hometown and a lot about you know uh, the baseball situation in, in New Orleans and stuff like that. And uh, they got a minor league team down there, the Baby Cakes. That's a so, great name. It's really dope. Let me make sure they haven't. Before I say it, let me make sure they haven't changed that name because those names be changing. Do you you notice that minor league team names change a lot? Well, th- in my lifetime, like for Tacoma, it's been two things. First, it was the Tacoma Tigers because uh, o- the Oakland A's had their um, farm their AAA team up there, and I would go there yeah. with my grandparents and watch that. And then it switched to the Rainiers because the Seattle Mariners at the time their AAA was the Calgary Cannons in Can in Canada in Calgary. Um, mm-hmm. and, but they, they switched that all around. I think this, the, I'm not sure what year I'd have to look up the year of the alignment when they realign those things, but it was very interesting to see like, you know, like Jose Canseco and his brother, Ozzy Canseco and like rehab assignments and, and things like that. And like when Tacoma was the Tigers, when they were Oakland, this is like during when Oakland was really, really good in like the late 80s and the early 90s. So there was a lot of really good players that came through there. 
Yeah. See, while I'm saying this, I just I didn't even realize it. It shows you how much uh, I pay attention to Double uh, A baseball, and I should have known because they're not on the show. But uh, the double the the New Orleans Baby Cakes are now the Wichita Falls Wichita Wind Surge. Wichita Wind Surge. These minor league names. Sometimes I feel like they're way too creative, and then sometimes I feel like, did you even try? The trash, like the trash pandas. The trash pandas. Who's the trash pandas? The trash pandas are. Yeah, let me let me look it up. I, trash pandas. Rocket City Trash Pandas. So that means that that is and they're and they're affiliate of the Angels, and they play in the Southern League, and that's in Alabama. So Rocket City is like Huntsville, Alabama, because that's where uh, NASA is, and so they play down there. The Rocket City Trash Pandas. Some of these names, though, it kind of feels like, you know, where you could go those name generators and they're like, what's your pimp name or what's your uh, yeah, wrestler's yeah. name? <laughs> yeah. That's what's your porn name. Rye <laughs> <laughs> Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast. We have the one and only Mr. Tom Hutler. How are you doing? Doing well, guys. There was one time I came out of a watering hole in West Seattle watching <laughs> some guy had been overserved, and I came out I came out of the restaurant, and he goes, you're the Mariner guy? I go, yeah. And he goes, could you do Ken Griffey Jr.? And I said, okay. So I did it, and he goes, you're a great man. <laughs> Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariner's podcast. Hear the full episode on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. We talked about a little bit about this on uh, – the previous before we moved over to Odyssey, but you uh, you told a baseball story on, on drunk history. Yeah, Moses Fleetwood Walker, the first black professional player before Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson was the first player in MLB, but Moses Fleetwood Walker played uh, professionally with the, the the Blue Stockings, Toledo Blue Stockings or something like that, uh, and he went through hell. And he was playing in like the early 1900s. It was a really dope story. You, you told me you had to take a physical before you did that. Yeah, you got to do blood work to make sure your liver is working right. So you got to do, you got to go to the, uh, go to the doctor, get your blood work done. They, they test your liver out because, you know, it's just for liability. So there's a lot of liability things that, that would go into the show. So like they weren't, they, they, even though the show is called Drunk History, they were never, you know, allowed to tell you how much to drink. Also like, the first time I did it, I didn't drink enough because, you know, I mean, you know, I'm a big guy, so it takes a lot to, to get me down. And uh, I just, I, they didn't tell me that I, I was like, am I supposed to drink before I show up? And they were like, mm, we, we, they're not saying that. Uh, so I showed up and Derek wasn't there yet. And I was like, do I start drinking now? And they were like, we got to get confirmation from, De-. like, it was like really like, they really want to make sure that you don't get alcohol poisoning and you don't like, you know. They're very serious about that. So uh, is there, they have a lot of liability. You got to sign all these waivers and everything. You got to take all these, like, you know, charcoal pills and stuff and stuff that are, like, help you not, not be hungover and not be messed up the next day. But the second time, when I wasn't a rookie anymore, I definitely drank before I went just to have a little bit more juice. And then me and Gabers went outside and played uh, barehanded catch in the dark. So that could have been dangerous <laughs> because we were, we were drunk. So when, when that's got to be quite a change of going and taking a physical to go drink versus like, you know, you played sports and you had to take some physicals and stuff like yeah. that. Did you ever think you were going to be taking a physical to, to drink? To, to drink? That's adulthood. This is what adulthood is. 
And you're like, trust me, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm doing. I know like, what I'm nah, doing. You don't get it. You don't get it. You have to do this. I'm happy I did it, though, because it was a free physical. Yep. Uh, but, like, and then going in the way back machine now, listen, you know, we, we know you from, obviously, Grand Crew um, and uh, um, Comedy Bang Bang, lots of things, UCB stuff. But, uh, you know, when you were first working in the business, just like a lot of other actors out here, you did a, you did a little bit of extra work when you were when first breaking in. And the cool story is that we I know we talked about I don't know if we talked about this on the last one, but you told me prior to that episode, which I really didn't even know, even though we've known each other so long, you were like, I worked on Moneyball. We happened just to be talking about Moneyball and you actually worked on Moneyball as an extra. I was a, I was a featured extra in Moneyball, not featured because you didn't see me, but I was one of I, I played for the Oakland A's in Moneyball, and I never got to you know take no at bats or you know catching, but we just played a little pepper and then kind of walked around in the uniforms and practice gear and stuff like that. But it was a good time, uh, and uh, got to uh, fly up to Oakland for two weeks, and uh, you know work on that, and that was really fun. I also was a baseball player on Thomas Jane's show, uh, Hung. H-U-N-G. Yes, that's right. And I was I was a baseball player on that, and uh, that was really that was a, a that was when I really learned the the, the craziness of this business because uh, that show we had we went full out like full baseball practice for eight hours one day, and only got paid what we what we were there to get paid. Which at the time I was non union, that was sixty four dollars for eight. So basically. Eight dollars an hour. So basically, I got to, I was slide. Everybody was sliding all day. All of our uh, if you chose to slide like chest first, you had to do that a bunch of different times. And we were hitting and we were catching and we were like it was. We had a real practice. Except the practice wasn't three hours like it used to be when we were kids. It was eight hours that whole day. We were pra- we were just practicing baseball and we were so tired. And everybody everybody's draws were full of dirt and uh, it was a everybody's socks were fucked up and. It was it was a rough ass day. Well, listen, I played a lot of baseball. I put in a lot of time playing baseball, and you made more in that day than I ever did. But you know, doing that, so uh, yeah, I said was a professional baseball player because I got paid to play baseball. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember I auditioned once for a baseball player, and I just obviously was not believable. So I mean, it was <laughs> same thing that any other college coach was. was I did was lose I, because of that, and here's a fun fact for you: because of that, I do lose my college ed- eligibility. So I was 18 years old. So even if I wanted to go back and play sports, I did play. I played basketball, a little bit of basketball in college. But once I got paid to do the sports stunts that I used to do, I used to do all of them. I did some football. I did some baseball. I did some basketball. Once I got paid to do that stuff, once they handed me a check, I was considered a professional. And I, I lost all college eligibility. So I couldn't play college ball anymore after that. Damn. 